Hello, Here you go, Will. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Diablo Warriors post game show here on Talking Ball, y'all. I'm your host with the most, Jeremy Forehand. Along with me is Matt Black and Kevin, the Macho Man Roberts. Uh, we had a hell of a game here, guys, at, at Warriors Stadium. Uh, Golden Tornadoes and Laurel came to town. It was a very back and forth game literally all night. Uh, final score, Laurel 43, Diarbo 42. Warriors went for a two-point conversion with a minute 18 to go and missed it by a foot. Literally was a half yard away from taking the lead. Um, great effort on both sides of the ball. Uh, anything to add to that, Kevin, on your end? Uh, no, I, I said it in our broadcast. The Warriors came out and they played a lot. No one outside of uh, outside of a Warrior locker room right now thought that it would be this close. If you said it, you're lying, uh, and, and you should. You know, the truth is, you shouldn't you shouldn't act that way. The uh, the Warriors never stopped playing. They uh, they have a lot they got to clean up on. They turned the ball over twice on. on Good drives. They had uh, one really costly penalty, but they did clean that up from last week. A lot of improvement, but um, in the end, they didn't make enough plays to win. And where, where they really didn't do that is they got to work on downhill play from linebackers and, and just overall overall team tackling. Yeah, I mean we've seen, like we said, nine touchdowns in the second half. So on, on you know it was back and forth. There was. No team had more than a seven-point lead at any time, other than the one eight-point lead yeah, with, okay. the, with the uh, fumbled extra point touchdown. I mean, the conversion. Uh, what kind of stats you got over there on both sides, Matt? Interception was a great play by Marcus Washington. You know, he's got two on the season for the Warriors. He just had a play, great play on the ball on a, on a, on a slant and uh, almost took it to the house there. It was a, probably the lone, I hate to say it, the lone bright spot on the defense was that probably one play. You know, they've had their spots here and there, but this was just a back and forth game. Neither, neither defenses could hold the other one, you know. From doing anything they wanted to. A lot, a lot of areas to improve. Like I said, the uh, a couple things I see the the Warriors uh, D line doesn't always do a great job of moving laterally, uh, and a lot of times what they'll do is they uh, well they, they had an issue tonight. DDM's getting hooked, you know, getting a reach block on. Um, a couple times they didn't do a great job squeezing squeezing down blocks. And, and so they got gashed a couple times, but their biggest thing is just their fits between the linebackers and those D linemen. Uh, a lineman might get a little bit upfield, a linebacker doesn't get upfield as much as he, or get downhill as much as he needs to. And so what you have is, if you're looking at the play from behind, it looks like the hole's covered, but 
really you have a you have a little crease where a running back can step up to where that linebacker hitting where he's three yards off the ball and then at the end is two yards upfield so now well that's a five yard hole once that once that back gets in it a lateral step and a little jump cut and and you have a 10-yard gain, and I can't tell you how many times they did that tonight. Yeah, I mean, probably good, this, this most of their carries. This might be the biggest offensive line we'll probably face off. Face again. It's going to be one of the better ones with two yeah. divisions. Yeah. How many teams you play have two Division One commitments on the offensive line? And everybody else looked pretty dead good, too. Yeah, I mean, they, and, and they had size, they had speed. Uh, I mean, they're a good football team. They're going to win some ball games, guys. They played for South State last yeah. year. Yeah, they'll probably make it back South State. Picayune, Laurel, South State, call it now. So, and you can you can make that prediction right now. Nobody would doubt you. No, not even close. Uh, like I said, guys, Laurel final score: Laurel forty-three, Diagonal forty-two. Uh, we're going to some interviews from the players and coaches. Uh, stay tuned during these commercials. We'll get back to you here shortly, folks. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 The Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. Checking in here with Kevin Rogers, one of the few Warriors that goes both plays on offense and defense. Uh, had a great game on offense side of the ball. Seven carries, 36 yards, two catches, 39 yards, and two touchdowns, if I remember right. A touchdown run and a touchdown reception. Uh, it was a tough, tough ending to the game. You know, you're basically a half a yard away from scoring the go-ahead two-pointer. Uh, you you got to be happy with how the game played out other than the other than the final score. What do you think about the game? I mean, for us to give up, you know, three turnovers and then still be in the game, it's just like – and that's probably the best team we're going to play all year. Time only tell, but I, I'm so proud of those guys. We fought, and I'm just yeah, there was ready to go back to work next week. There was no give up on the on either side of the ball. I'm, that's one thing I did enjoy watching, is that uh, even though it was back and forth, back and forth, y'all never gave up, never put your head down, just constantly moving forward. Uh, was there doing? Were they doing anything on defense that helped y'all with the running game, the formations, where they were putting backers, anything like that in particular? Um, no, not really. That I can really tell. I mean, they would start to bring their guys down to cheat a little bit so then they come down and I'll just go around them on the outside. That's how I got most of my yards. Um, I don't know, you had to ask Gage for most of it. Yeah. in the whole game, but from what I could tell, they would just cheat down and I'll just run around. Well, it was like I said, it was a great effort all, all the way around. One of the one of the few guys that plays both ways. Yes, sir. You play, you've been playing really good. Uh, good job. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin Rogers. Thank you. That's Kevin, num Kevin Rogers, number five, running back, defensive back. Commitment to community is a core value at High Tide Plumbing, LLC. Travis Curtis, owner and master plumber, is a proud alum of the Iberville High School and the Warrior football program. Travis is honored to give back to the community that gave him so much growing up. Call High Tide Plumbing at 
866-9904 today to talk to a plumbing technician about your upcoming project. High Tide Plumbing, LLC, a proud community sponsor of the Iberville football. Go Warriors! All right, folks, checking in here with number three, Landon Shannon, running back for the Warriors. Uh, had a good night, six carries, 91 yards, and one catch, 14 yards. Uh, how did how did tonight's game feel versus week one? Uh, it felt good. Uh, we just needed to go out there and execute. I feel like we got it done in the second half, but slipped up in the first. Uh, we just need to reassess and go back to work. Yeah, it's a tough game. I mean, back and forth game. You, you know, basically a half a yard away from uh, going up one there with a minute and eighteen to go. Uh, what did you see on the defensive side of the ball that was helping y'all in the running game all night long? Um, that's just what we do. The Albertville football, baby. We run. Let me know. Give me starting. Give me the starting five linemen in front of you. Give them a, call them out by name. Uh, Cody, Davari, Shannon. Uh, I can't think of that. I can't think of it off the top. Of my head. I caught you at a bad time. Caught you <laughs> off guard, but uh, yeah, it was a good. Good game. You know, he broke. You almost broke a few loose. Had a really good. Uh, Oh, long, another one. Good boy, long 50-yard. My boy Landon Christian blocking for me. Yep. Had you like a around a 50-yard run at one point. That almost, you almost broke loose, cut across the field. Uh, they had a really good defense, a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism. Uh, how does it feel playing against that type of competition here in week two? It's only going to be able to get you better, I'd imagine. Yeah, it feels good. Um, that, might, that may be the best team we play on our schedule when we only came up short by one point. That's number three, Landon Shannon here, running back for the Warriors. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in Diaberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also, 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit, you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. So there with Gage Peterson, quarterback for the Warriors, number one. Uh, Gage, this week was a lot, a lot different than last week. In some amount, you got to throw a little bit more. Had a few more open lanes. Had a little bit better blocking on the line to give you some more time. Uh, how do you feel everything went overall? I know the win was what y'all wanted, but how how else do you feel other than that? Uh, I feel like we played a really good game. We showed everybody, you know, that we can compete with anybody. Yeah, I think we opened a lot of eyes. Yeah, you had nine of thirteen on completions for ninety yards, two touchdowns. That really, that one to uh, Jamil was a was an absolute dime there in the early part of the fourth quarter. Uh, did you see anything on the defense that was giving you the, the the open areas, the lanes to be able to throw the ball tonight, as opposed to how last week was? It was just they were playing a lot of man, so any crossing routes was going to be uh, was going to be open. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like I said, the, the end of the game ain't what we wanted, but 
great effort all the way around. Week two was better than week one, even though we lost. I agree. You know, just got to continue plugging along. Tonight was a great game. Like I said, Gage had nine, nine completions, 13 attempts, 90 yards, two touchdowns, ran the ball a few times. Um, good job tonight, buddy. Yes, we'll sir. see you next week, and uh, just keep plugging along, okay? Long season to go. Yes, sir. Thank you. Before next week's game, go by Quave Brothers Po'boys and get yourself a pot roast and gravy po'boy or a good old shrimp po'boy dressed and pressed. Whatever you're quaving. Quave Brothers will take care of you. They are located at 10271 D'Auberville Boulevard or give them a call at 228-392-8683 to place your order today. Checking in with Coach Josh Ladner here after the Warriors game tonight. Uh, Coach, not the, not the final outcome that we would have liked, but, um, you know, as much as we hate to say about moral victories, you gotta, you got to be happy with the effort and the, the moving forward that the team has done. Yeah, there's a, I was just telling them, you know, if there was a positive to take out of this game, um, then, you know, it's, it's that they never gave up and never quit. Um, they, they fought hard. And um, they've definitely shown a lot of improvement over the last uh, four or five months to where I feel like we can compete with just about anybody. We just got to, I think the inexperience got a hold of us a little bit early in this game, just like it did against St. Stanislaus. Uh, this one was just against a much better opponent that we just couldn't overcome it in the end. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not really for moral victories. I don't, you know, it's not, not what I'm, uh, we, you know, we just didn't get the job done tonight, and uh, we got to do better. So yeah, I mean, you, you got you played a team that had a lot of athletes around the board, two D1 commits playing tackle on both sides of the ball. Uh, I'm like you, I like the fact they didn't give up; they steadily pushed forward. I mean, you know, no team was up more than eight points at any time in the game, and we just kept coming back. It was that was a. Very good back and forth boxing match, if you want to call it that. You know, uh, I like that we had a passing game. Uh, and I don't want to say we didn't have it the first game, but we were able to complete passes. Mm -hmm. He had a few wide open lanes, was able to have some really good throws. I, I think the offense played. You know, even we scored, even though we scored 34 in last week, we the offense improved even better than they did last week, in my opinion. Is that what you think? Yeah, we were a little bit more balanced. Um, you know, I think we. Uh, I think we threw it um, somewhere around, uh, I don't remember what the stats said, but I know we completed um, a lot more than we completed last last uh, week. And, you know, last week it was just kind of like they were giving it to us, so we took it. We rushed for, I think, 525 yards or so. So, I mean, you got to take what they're giving you. This week, I've, um, they were they were definitely trying to stop our run more, so would, which would leave the play-action pass open. And um, and I thought Gage was um, was pretty pretty good. We protected a little bit better. We still got to do better there, but they were bringing more people than we were. Yeah. You know, so we just got to find an open guy. You know, and that's the way it is sometimes. It's not necessarily that we weren't blocking well. It was just that they were bringing more guys and leaving dudes open. We just didn't find them. Yeah, it seemed. We so, ran a little wheel out the backfield one time, and that would have been a and it probably would have been a touchdown with the back, and uh, he just stumbled. Yeah, we get sacked. Well, the play like, the play I saw that threw me off was a touchdown to Jamil. Yeah, 
you know, yeah. as soon as it ran, it looked like a waggle, and I see yeah. the first running back go right to the flat of the end zone. He's wide open, and I'm like, I'm, yeah. I, I could see it, but then it comes across the field. It was a all, tremendous throw. It was. You know, and it was. It was, and it was a gussy play by Jamel. Jamel's a former wide receiver. He played X for us last year. He was about like a second or third team X. And uh, this is this is how our team has really come together. Yeah. But, and he ended up not even making it through the whole season. He came back and he just started working his tail off and we needed a tight end. So I had him working there. The guy in front of him quit. So now Jamel is the starting tight end. And uh, I told him in the off season, I said, look, you're about 185. I said, if you, you know, which is about the size of our tight end from last year. I said, but man, I tell you what, I said, you get to about 205, man. And catch yeah. like you catch, you could be devastating. And he did that. He said, challenge accepted. And he's, he's grown probably 6'2", 6'3", 205, tight end. And, and, but he's still got the skills of the wide receiver, as you saw tonight. Yeah. So, but I told him, I said, you got to get tougher. You got to be able to block. And he's done that. He's gotten better blocking. And then he was still available there for that catch tonight, which was, man. Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of guys that are going – playing yeah. positions that they didn't play last year and vice versa. I mean, yes. you yeah. got Shannon Donaldson on the offensive line now. He was a defensive lineman last year. Yep. Kevin Rogers, one of the few that go both ways, and he's yep. been doing real good. Uh, yes. You know, I, like I said, I like the fact they didn't give up. They continued fighting the entire game. You know, right. we're half a yard short from being up, yeah. you know, with a minute 18 to go. It's just a tough pill to swallow. It's a really good team we're playing. I expect to see them. You know, playing Picayune and 5A South State, I would imagine. They will, and uh, they're going to be one of the better, if not the best team on our schedule. And um, when it's all said and done, I, you know, but the the positive side, another positive thing is is that this is not the end of our season. This is not a playoff game. This is not senior night. You know, this is um, an out of district ball game. Whether we won tonight or lost tonight, it would not make or break our season. Um, but having said all that, men and boys put it on the line, and you want to see it in the right way. But um, I believe they're going to bounce back. I believe in my team. I believe that they believe in us as coaches, and um, they're going to show up on Monday ready to work, just like they always do, and we're going to be even better from from this. I mean, there's things that need to be cleaned up, but that's every game. So, I mean, yep. they just got to continue to work hard. You know, and, and they'll, they're going to get better as they go because they're going to get more experience, you yeah. know. We talked about it early on. A lot of guys and experiences playing the, playing on the field, starting and that sort of thing. So, you know, we got to be happy sitting at one. I'm happy sitting at one and one. You might not be, but you know, you want to win them all. I understand that totally. But uh, I, I like, like I said, I like the effort. I like the the gusto of the team tonight. And thank you. I was. I'm, I'm really happy after. I'm right really there. happy after week two. I did not know what to expect whatsoever because I knew how many guys hadn't seen the field, and yeah. I'm a whole 180 the other direction at this point. Well, thank you. You know, I, I will say that I think our old school warriors like yourself are proud of what they saw as far as the fight tonight, and that means a lot to me. That's something that you know. Uh, I talk to them very often about, you know, and um, they did that tonight. And I'm, I am very, very pleased with the fight. And I told them tonight, if they keep fighting that way each and every week, <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to figure out a way to win. We're going to be in some games. compete. We're going to be in some yeah. games. And, um, you know, and, and it'll give us a chance. You know. Well, I appreciate the time. Uh, 
We're proud of you. Thank you. Game number two. Yes, we got many more to go. Yeah. So, uh, let's okay. check it in here with Coach Josh Ladner. Thank you, guys. We'll see you in a minute. Wetman Security Service has been serving Mississippi and Lower Alabama for more than 45 years. Sweatman Security's mission is to enhance the success of all their clients by providing superior security with the highest degree of integrity and responsiveness. Sweatman Security strives to be the best in every aspect of their business by fostering a culture of trust, teamwork, responsibility, and high expectations. For all your security needs, call Sweatman Security Service at 228 374-4528 or stop by their location at 180 Delaney Street, Biloxi. Welcome back to the Diarville Warriors post-game show on Talking Ball, y'all. So guys, next week we're heading up to Bassville to, to, to visit the reigning uh, 3A state champions, the Jackson County Jaguars. We're heading to the jungles, fella, fellas. Welcome to the jungle. You know, he's got Jefferson Davis coming off a 28-7 loss to pick you. Not, not much to, you know, shake your head at, but I'm, I'm looking for JDC to come out hard and heavy. You know, we beat, we beat two state champions last year, and I expect them to come hard and heavy, looking for redemption against the Warriors. So uh, what are you expecting running up our first road game of the season here in Bassville? Uh, number one thing, anytime you come by Jeff Davis County, and you know, I always call them Bassfield friends. When you think Bassfield, you think moose and speed, and because uh, they have a lot of both. Uh, that family always produces a lot of athletes in that town, and, and they're just fast. I, I played in high school. I played against them twice, and, and uh, I consider myself lucky. We beat them both times, but we were a 5A school, and they were like a 2 and 3A both those times. I mean, we just wore them down. It was never a runaway game. Uh, Jeff Davis went and then they, they consolidated and made one county school, but they're a little bit bigger. The last couple years we were just able to, um, well, we just played them last year, right? Yeah, we played them last year, 27-7. We played them two years in a row. This is our third meeting we won in 2019, 24-0, uh, and then 2021, 27 Yeah. So you got to look at it. They, they're coming back. they got a chip on their shoulder. They think they're better than us. They think they have something to prove. We're going to their place, yeah. And so I expect them to. I expect them to come out and try to have athlete us. I think they're going to try to get on our edges. I think after what they saw tonight, uh, where Laurel was able to get on our edge, they were able to hook her D in. Linebackers weren't able to scrape over the top, and safeties weren't able to get down quick enough. I look for them to do a lot of uh, a lot of play action, a lot of running our receivers off, and trying to get those athletes on the edge. And anytime you you know, when you got speed, what are you going to try to do? This isn't rocket science. You're going to try to get the ball to an athlete in grass and let him make a play. You got it. That's what I expect them to do. A lot of, a lot of maybe some misdirection, maybe some speeds. They're going to run some screens. But they're going to sweep, jet sweep, jet sweep, jet sweep. And then, you know, they're going to come back, they're going to run some zones, and the quarterback's going to keep going and go the other way. And then they're going to throw a ball. They were turning five starters on both offense and defense, along with the quarterback on offense. Uh, you know, I know he was at the 601 camp this uh, earlier this summer. So, you know, I expect that Mancuso is a, a great coach. I mean, he's won enough state titles for each one of us to probably have two or three apiece in there yeah. at this rate. So, you got to expect them to be ready to go 
you kind of expect to be a hostile type of environment up in Bassville. I've never been there, so I'm looking forward up to it. Up in Bassville? I'm looking forward well, to it. Unless things have changed, one of the end zones is painted on the wall, and there is a power line that runs across the field. Because I have seen the ball, I have seen a long field goal kick hit it. And, but I've been told that if a punt oh. hits it and drops, you play it where it drops. It's like it's like the happy Gilmore rule. Yeah. Play it as it lays. Yeah. It, listen, it, it's a hostile environment where you play, man. It, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that, you gotta think about a town like Bassfield. How many of you actually have ever been there? Football is what they do. That that team. When you think about the way we love our Warriors, Bassfield loves Bassfield. They love that football team, and because just about every guy in the town played or was at least on the team, and so they have a connection to it. They have ownership of it. It's their team. Oh my gosh, the Prince, the Prince do not. And now they're there. I mean, you got guys. Uh, you got guys with the pros that play it. No Bassfield. doubt. No so, doubt. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's a. Uh, you know, it's it's almost like a. a tight, it's almost similar to South Panola, say, but down just in the smaller, south in a smaller, smaller version. version yeah. You know, smaller so, scale, smaller version of it. But like yeah. I said, they're gonna they're gonna try to speed as much. What I saw against, I think we will have success running the ball against them. I think we'll do a lot more. I think we'll do less trying to get off the edge. I think we'll do a lot more inside traps, powers, things like that, trying to put some size on them. Not necessarily size. I think we'll try to be stronger than them, and we very well may be. I don't know that we're going to be able to out athlete get outside of them because they're going to be pretty fast. We might we might be able to do that later in the game once we we hit some powers and things like that on them. But um, are we going to have to slow the game down? We might. We might because again we talked about all year. We're not a young team. We have 22 seniors, but we're an inexperienced team because we've had three classes ahead of these guys. None of these kids have played before except for Gage, quarterback. Defensively, we have very little experience. So, yeah, I could see us needing to put a new Anaconda offense where you yeah. choke them out. You know, uh, a Gracie. If you want to go MMA, we, we got to fight like the Gracie. You know, Gracie's not going to get up there and punch at you like Ken Shamrock used to do. You gotta, What's Gracie going to do? He's going to get you in a hole and try to get you in a choke. And you got to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, wow. He went back so you got to put him in that. In the, or the, we got to Cobra Clutch him. I bet this dude has a pair of, of Brutus Beefcake pants with like the little cutouts on the sides. That's the little music. On, on, yeah, on, got the, 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 the shirts, yeah. On that note. <laughs> We're going to say y'all travel safe to Bassville next week. We'll see you there. Look out for the Warriors coming your way. Ooh, uh, yeah. On behalf of Matt Black, Macho Man, Kevin Roberts, I'm Jeremy Forehand. Warriors it's, to the top. It's always yeah. our pleasure to bring the Yarbrough Warriors postgame show to you here on Talking Ball, y'all. Thank you, guys.